Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be doing the late games as well as the Sunday night, the Monday and Tuesday games, thanks to COVID. So I'll be reviewing all those. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's finish off these games, the late games, and the Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday's games. Uh, Tuesday, because due to COVID, some games got moved around, actually, and then an additional game was added on Monday. So, let's get into it, guys. It's week 15 in the NFL, which means it's playoff times in fantasy, so let's talk about it. In the Cincinnati going to Denver to face the Broncos, Cincinnati went up there and got the win, 15-10. to 10. Let's talk about those Bengals. Joe Burrow. Um, at this point, he's shifted from a guy you can hang your hat on in fantasy to just a game manager now. 22 pass attempts, 15 completions. 157 yards, one touchdown. He ran it five times for 25 yards and was sacked three times. So, yeah, I thought you would get much more from him, especially late in the season here, but it seems like that isn't the case, guys. And he has all his weapons, so not sure what's going on with that. But, yeah, nonetheless, his team got the win, so you definitely take that, but. In fantasy, you're not doing cartwheels over those numbers. So, In terms of the run game, Joe Mixon, uh, kind of a middling game. 17 rushes, 58 yards, one catch for two yards, and then his backup, Samaji Perrine. Four catches for, four rushes for 30 yards, two catches for 13 yards. So a down game for Mixon. Um, this definitely ain't what you want in playoffs, that's for sure. So, um, hopefully this didn't cost you either. So, uh, uh, what can you do? But uh, although Denver's run defense pretty uh solid, so yeah, they're more beatable through the air. But sh shoot, they couldn't even do that here. So, um, let's talk about the receivers. Tyler Boyd, um, now he has a good game here. Five catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown on six targets. So Tyler Boyd coming through uh, out of nowhere, to be honest. So um, uh, kudos to him. Uh, T. Higgins, only two catches for 23 yards on three targets. Remember, T. Higgins came into this one, the hot receiver amongst the three, so... Uh, C.J. Uzuma, three catches, 18 yards on four targets. And Jake, uh, Jamar Chase with not such a great game here. One catch, three yards, and that's on four targets. And this is a guy who, you know, he was the guy coming into the season. It looks like um, perhaps defenses has concentrated on him to take him out of the mix, so. But nonetheless, you know, again, the team uh, gets a win here, so you'll take that. Um, in terms of the Broncos, 
Teddy Bridgewater, 22 pass attempts, 12 completions, only 98 yards, three rushes for 10 yards, was sacked twice, but he did suffer a head injury in this one, so he had to leave the game. Not sure of his status going into uh, week 16, but uh, I wouldn't, you know, uh, hold a lot of hope out for that. So um, in comes Drew Luck. 12 pass attempts, 6 completions, 88 yards, in uh, a touchdown. He did throw a touchdown. He lost a fumble, was sacked once. So. so now, if you have a Drew Luck as your quarterback, um, I guess the passing game will be viable. It just depends on who you hanging your hat on. So... Anyhow, let's talk about the run game, then we'll talk about the receivers. Javante Williams, 15 rushes, 12, uh, 72 yards. He had four catches for nine yards. And then there's the always present Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon third, 15 rushes for him, 53 yards. And he had one catch for nine yards, so... Two-headed, two-headed attack, of course. Uh, seems like Williams is the more, they're both viable, but it seems like Williams now is blossoming more, being that lead back. So, um, yeah. But anyhow, in terms of the pass game, not much to talk about, to be honest, outside of Tim Patrick getting the touchdown, three catches, 42 yards, on five targets, Noah Font, five catches, 57 yards on six targets. Jerry Judy, zero catches. Um, that was on four targets, so bad, bad for Jerry Judy. And Cortland Sutton, two catches, 12 yards on seven targets. Um, let me just say something about Noah Font before I talk about all the receivers. Noah Font is a guy who I think... If he was paired up with like a Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, um, I think you'd get better production from him. The fact that, you know, it's Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Luck, um, Drew Locke, I'm sorry, um, it's, it's just not happening for him. So I think, I think next year, I think. John Elway will go out of his way to get himself a solid quarterback, whether it be through draft or through free agency. I I just he as a former quarterback knows that in this league you you need a guy back there who can get the ball down the field. So uh, I think he'll make a concentrated effort in the offseason to get that guy. And then I would feel more comfortable with Noah Font. Um, otherwise, yeah. I mean, this is a s solid game here. But, you know, I think he has so much more potential. So, anyhow, with all that said, uh, Denver, next up for them, they go to Vegas to face the Raiders. And then uh, Cincinnati, they host Baltimore and a rough and tumble division matchup. So moving on to San Francisco, uh, they host the Atlanta Falcons and 
to no one's surprise, they got the win here, uh, 31 to 13. Let's talk about those Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo, 23 pass attempts, 18 completions, 235 yards, a touchdown, no sacks. Eh, it's a eh, game, you know, it, it, you know, you, you take it, you're not thrilled with it, but, you know, it is what it is. In terms of the run game, no Elijah Mitchell in this one. So Jeff Wilson Jr., 21 rushes, 110 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, so definitely he comes in. He steps in and steps up. So you'll definitely take that. Um, Jam Michael Hasty, who's his backup, one rush for him, 13 yards. He lost a fumble in this one. So, um, yeah, so, you know, when there's no Mitchell, Jeff Wilson is the guy who steps up and steps in. And also, you got to factor in D Debo Samuel, uh, who I'll talk about in a minute when I talk about the pass game. Uh, George Kittles. He's been red hot. Um, at least three straight games with uh, six catches. Um, six catches for him, 93 yards. Debo Samuel, four catches for him for 60 yards. That was on five targets. Kittles was on six targets, actually. And then Debo Samuel with six rushes for 29 yards and a touchdown. So, he gives you the touchdown that, that makes him viable. You know, the fact that they're using Samuel now as a dual threat is definitely a good thing if you have shares in them. And then Brandon Ayuk with a disappointing game, one catch for 36 yards on two targets. Very disappointing given the, his opponent. So uh, in terms of the Falcons, Matt Ryan... Pretty much doing Matt Ryan things. 32 pass attempts, 19 completions, 236 yards in the touchdown. Ran it five times for 20 yards. Lost a fumble, was sacked three times. So, uh, actually, you know, given the weapons that he has, you know, he's been playing all this time without Calvin Ridley. I think you would see a much better Matt Ryan if he had a Ridley in his lineup. So, you know, it's, you know, he's giving you what he can give you, given what he has around him. So, turns out the run game, nothing happening here. Uh, Mike Davis, six rushes for 21 yards. He had no catches on one target. And then Cordell Patterson with a down game, 11 rushes for him for 18 yards, two catches for five yards. So, so definitely down, um... The run game here, eh, what else can you say? Uh, in terms of the passing game, Russell Gage continues to be that de facto wide receiver one. Eight catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. You'll definitely take that to the bank, guys. Kyle Pitts, four catches, 77 yards on seven targets. And Almighty Sakius, two catches for 53 yards, so... Moving on for Atlanta, they actually host the Detroit Lions. So, you know, uh, they could, you know, their offense could get moving in that one. It's possible. So, um, 
I've seen stranger things happen. So, yeah. And then uh, San Francisco has the short week. They go to Tennessee on Thursday night. Moving on to Green Bay taking on Baltimore and what was a really competitive game here. Um, but Green Bay getting the win, 31-30. to 30. And Baltimore, oddly enough, going for the two points at the end instead of kicking the, uh, the extra point. Bizarre, absolutely bizarre. And the fact that they were the home team doing that, utterly bizarre. But what can you do? Anyway, so let's talk about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, fractured toe and all, 31 pass attempts, 30, uh, 23 completions, 268 yards, three touchdowns. He ran it four times for 11 yards, sacked three times. So Aaron Rodgers continues to defy all logic and reason playing on that fractured toe uh, and getting it done. Um, so definitely... Uh, Big ups to him, and he's coming through for you in these fantasy playoffs. You can ill afford to not have a Aaron Rodgers out there, that's for sure. Uh, turns of the run game, pretty much two-headed guys. Aaron Jones, 13 rushes, 58 yards. He had two catches for 12 yards, and then A.J. Dillon, seven rushes for 22 yards. He did have the touchdown. And one catch for 13 yards. So, uh, yeah, so any given week, guys, it could be one guy or the other getting in the end zone. Sometimes it's both of them, but this this is this is uh, what you're stuck with, which is definitely a disappointment to those who drafted uh, Aaron Jones in that first round. So, in terms of the passing game, uh, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, five catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. That was on seven targets. But he now is diagnosed and put on the COVID list. So, uh, you, so it looks like for all intents and purposes, you won't have him for that Saturday game. Uh, I'll talk about the game in a minute. Uh, Devontae Adams. Six catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. You'll take that, you'll grab that, and you'll be happy with that. So, Mercedes Lewis, three catches, 40 yards. Alan Lazar, who would be the next man up if there's no Valdez Scantling. Uh, two catches, 23 yards on four targets. And Josiah uh, DeGaro, uh, that's the top of a tight end, three catches, 16 yards on five targets. So, and then for Baltimore, remember they're without Lamar Jackson. So Tyler Huntley with the start here, 40 pass attempts, 28 completions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. He also ran it 13 times for 73 yards and two touchdowns, sack once. This is a pretty solid game here for Huntley. You'll definitely take that. He's definitely giving you Lamar-type numbers here. So, uh, again, monitor Jackson's situation, but uh, he's a viable start. He he definitely is, guys. So, um, be, be mindful of that. So, 
um, in terms of the run game. Uh, Tavius Murray, seven rushes for him, 78, uh, seven rushes for him, 48 yards, and then one catch for three yards. And then uh, you have uh, Devonta Freeman, six rushes for him, 22 yards, and he caught one pass for two yards. So definitely, you'll definitely, uh, it's definitely a mess here um, in, in terms of that. You thought you would get more from, thought you'd get more here from the running game, but uh, that's not the case. In terms of the passing game, Mark Andrews has been playing top five um, tight end um, for pretty much the duration of the season, and he continues here. He's been hot down the stretch, by the way. So, um, 10 catches, 36 yards, and two touchdowns on 13 targets. And then Marquise Brown, 10 catches, 43 yards. He was targeted uh, 14 times. Uh, kind of rare you see these low-type numbers since uh, Hollywood Brown is more of a take-the-top-off-the-defense type guy. But you'll take these 10 catches, that's for sure. So the, uh, Devin Duvernay, three catches, 13 yards. And then Rashad Bateman, one catch for five yards on two targets. So coming up for Cincinnati, they go, I mean, for Baltimore, they go to Cincinnati. And then the Packers, they play the Saturday, Saturday game, and they play that hosting the Cleveland Browns. So uh, that will be on Christmas Day. They're hosting that game. Moving on to the Sunday night game. the And this was the other um, game here. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, going to Tampa Bay and <laughs> winning this one. Nine and Tampa Bay, zero. Wow. This had to be the stunner of the day. I mean, even more so than Detroit beating uh, Arizona for crying out loud. So. so let's talk about what happened here. Let's talk about the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill. 27 pass attempts, 13 completions, 154 yards. Ran it 11 times for 33 yards. Sacked twice. So, Taysom Hill, yeah. This is kind of who he is. You know, you figure he'd uh, have a little more success. Um, but then again, Tampa Bay's defense can be uh, stingy. So, um, I guess you'll... You, uh, you'll take that, but wow. Anyhow, let's talk about the run game. Alvin Kamara. Now this was my fear guys. This was my fear. Um, the way Taysom Hill takes off, does that leave room for a Kamara? But maybe we'll talk this up to Tampa Bay's run defense that has been solid year out. So, uh, so maybe we could throw away this game. But Kamara, 11 rushes, 18 yards, and then two catches for 13 yards on six targets. Then you have Mark Ingram, 
nine rushes for him, 10 yards, two catches for eight yards. So, so guys, we'll just chalk it up to that. Hopefully, you're able to withstand a bad Kamara performance to get to the next uh, round of the playoffs. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> uh, in terms of the pass game, Marquez Callaway with a solid game. Six catches, 112 yards on nine targets. Traquan Smith, two catches for 17 yards on three targets. Then Alvin Trotman, one catch, four yards on two targets. So that's it for that. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the Bucks, hmm. Tom Brady, not doing Tom Brady's on this day. Tom Brady things on this day. Um, 48 pass attempts, 26 completions, 214 yards, one interception, one lost fumble, sacked four times. So Tom Brady kept in check here. Uh, and what, I mean, coming into this, the Saints defense has been tough this year, but you did not see this coming where they kept uh, Tampa Bay off the scoreboard. I didn't see it coming. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the run game, bad news, guys. Leonard Fournette uh, pulls his hamstring in this one. Nine rushes for 34 yards, seven catches for 33 yards. So at least he left you with a solid number. But for all intents and purposes, guys, I think you're going to lose him for the playoffs. So uh, enters Ronald Jones the second. Eight rushes for 63 yards, two catches for eight yards. So right now, guys, you know, um, you're going to have to go to a Ronald Jones the second. Uh, if you were able to get him off the waiver wire, kudos, because I think he could be a league winner down the stretch here. So, um, yeah, so whew, bad break. In terms of the passing game, Chris Godwin, six catches for 49 yards on seven targets. And then and then he got hurt in this one, MCL sprain. So he's going to be probably out of these fantasy playoffs. So enter a guy like Tyler Johnson, four catches for 41 yards on seven targets. Uh, Gronk, two catches for 29 yards. He was targeted 11 times, guys. So... That Saints pass defense clamping down on Gronk. Mike Evans, one catch for 14 yards. Uh, but he's going to be questionable coming into um, this next game here. So um, things are getting slim, guys. Cameron uh, Brait, two catches for 22 yards. Good news, though. They get Antonio Brown back from his suspension. Uh, he's been questionable. It looks like for all intents and purposes, he'll be playing. Um, but guys, here's the question you have to ask yourself. Do I play an Antonio Brown who hasn't played in months uh, in these fantasy playoffs? Do I, do, do I start him? I, you kind of have to, to be honest. Uh I would lean more towards a Tyler Johnson if if um, Mike Evans can't go. You're already going to be 
without Godwin. So uh, a guy like Gronk, you'll 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 definitely want to have him in your lineup, obviously. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, yeah, I would definitely. I would definitely lean towards uh, Tyler Johnson, who's been in the lineup, who has rapport with Brady. And Brady more than likely would be forcing it to Antonio. Um, and we don't know what kind of result that can bring. But it's a pan- fantasy playoff, so I think you're kind of um, have to lean towards starting A.B. if you have him. Um, I know I am. I snatched him up in a few... Uh, league so i'm putting him out there and i'm hoping against hope that uh he's able to do something here uh my mind says probably so my heart says ah it's gonna be tough so anyhow moving on for tampa bay they are at carolina and what you know they have a pretty good defense as well so um that's not going to be a skate through the park. So, um, and then for the Saints, they host the Miami Dolphins on Monday night. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's talk about Monday's games. There was two games on Monday. Now, um, first you had the Raiders taking on Cleveland, and the Raiders going to Cleveland and getting the win. Uh, 16 to 14. Let's talk about it. Derek Carr still battling. Uh, 38 pass attempts, 25 completions, one touchdown, an interception. He lost a fumble in this one, ran it three times for seven yards, was sacked twice. So, um, Derek Carr still kind of sort of getting it done here. Um, all things considered, you know, all the that's going on with the Raiders and so forth. So, um, so they're still alive. They're still alive in terms of playoff talk. Um, need a lot of things to happen though for them to slide in, including them winning out. Um, in terms of the run game, not too much. Well, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, 15 rushes for 52 yards, three catches for 42 yards on four targets. So you'll take that. You'll take that. Um, that's for sure. You know, he's getting the touches. He's getting the looks. So, uh, you, you know, that that could be worse. So uh, you, you'll take that. Uh, Peyton Barber, um, now that you're without King and Drake, he's the next guy up. Five rushes, 34 yards, and then one catch for 12 yards. So, in terms of the passing game, Zay Jones with a uh, solid game. Six catches for 67 yards on nine targets. Foster Moreau still filling in for Darren Waller. Seven catches for 65 yards on nine targets. And then Hunter Renfro, not such a great game for him. Three catches for 32 yards on five targets. So let's talk about those Browns. Uh, Nick Mullins uh, starting for Baker Mayfield, who was on COVID. So 30 pass attempts, 20 completions, 147 yards and a touchdown, no sacks. So, um, yeah, yeah, not he. <laughs> 
kind of doing the impression of Baker Mayfield because th- these are Mayfield type numbers. So, um, terms of the run game, Nick Chubb with a solid game finally, twenty three rushes for ninety one yards and a touchdown, one catch for two yards. So you'll take that. And then Dearness Johnson only one rush for minus two yards. That's not what you want to see, guys. That's for sure. So. In terms of the passing game, Donovan Peoples-Jones, four catches, 48 yards on eight targets. David Njoku, uh, three catches for 29 yards on five targets. And then Rashad Higgins, three catches for 24 yards on five targets. And then remember, Jarvis Landry missed this one. He was on COVID. So, um, again, COVID. The big story throughout the league, guys, can't get around it. So, anyhow, so moving on for Cleveland, they are at Green Bay on Christmas. And then for the the Raiders, they actually host the Denver Broncos. So, to the Monday night game, uh, Minnesota going to Chicago and getting that win. 17 to 9. Um, so let's talk about that game. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the name alone just says you never know what you're going to get with this guy. 24 pass attempts, 12 completions. He did have two touchdowns, an uh, interception. Uh, he only had 87 yards. Goodness. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, two rushes for 10 yards. He was sacked four times. So uh, uh, I think I've said enough on uh, Kirk Cousins. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, uh, the run game, Dalvin Cook, 28 um, rushes for 89 yards, two catches for two yards on three targets. And then Kenny Mwangwu, uh, three Rushes for him, 33 yards, because remember, uh, Alexander Madison was out with an injury. So, And then now Dalvin Cook is on the COVID list, so uh, Alexander Madison again becomes a must-start. So, um, so definitely, if you're still in the playoffs, you're still viable, uh, and you have a Alexander Madison riding on your bench, get him in the lineup. Uh he could be a uh, league winner, at least for this week. So, And then in terms of the passing game, Justin Jefferson, given what Cousins did, he had a solid game. Uh, four catches for 47 yards and a touchdown. That was on 10 targets. K.J. Osborne, three catches for 21 yards. Uh, Amir Smith-Marset. One catch for seven yards, and he had the other touchdown on two targets. And Tyler Conklin, one catch for seven yards on three targets. So, in terms of the Bears, Justin Fields with a pretty solid game. Three, um, 39 pass attempts, 26 completions, 265 yards and a touchdown. He also ran it seven times for 35 yards. Lost a fumble, though, but was sacked three times. So, solid game for the kid. Um, 
given you know the circumstances uh would like to see him do a little bit more but this is this is solid enough guys and like i said this is a better start than what you got out of Dak prescott so um you know it is what it is the the kid is coming around so it's definitely promised there in terms of the run game uh david montgomery 18 rushes for 60 yards, then five catches for 23 yards on six targets. And he lost a fumble in this one. So, you know, you know, take this again. The volume's there. The targets are there. You can't complain about that. And then the uh, Jakeem uh, Grant Sr., the, the wide receiver, two rushes for him, 17 yards. And he wasn't targeted in this one. So go figure. Uh, in terms of the passing game, Cole Komet went a solid game. Six catches for 71 yards on nine targets. Darnell Moody, five catches for 63 yards on seven targets. And then uh, Demir Bird, five catches, 62 yards on six targets. He lost a fumble in this one. Khalil Herbert, who's the running back, <laughs> uh, is crazy uh, change of uh, roles here. Three catches for 34 yards on four targets. And then Jesper Horsett, the tight end with the lone touchdown, one catch, 19 yards in that touchdown. So uh, in this game, um, Bears lost three fumbles. So, yeah, those type of turnovers don't help you get wins. So. Coming up for Chicago, they go to Seattle in what is actually a winnable game for them. And Minnesota, they host the L.A. Rams in what should be a pretty, um, it should be high scoring, you would think, you would hope. So, anyhow, let's move on to those Tuesday games. We have, speaking of, the L.A. Rams. Uh, hosting Seattle and beating Seattle 20 to 10. Let's talk about it. The Rams, uh, Matthew Stafford, 21 pass uh, completions on 29 uh, pass attempts. So uh, definitely take that for 244 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked four times. So Matthew Stafford getting it done. Getting it done, you definitely, you'll take it. You'll take it in um, fantasy, that's for sure. Um, definitely can't complain about that. In terms of the run game, Sony Michelle, 18 rushes for 92 yards. He did have two catches for 23 yards. And then Daryl Henderson saw some time in this game. It was He was questionable just about up to the game, but he ended up playing six rushes, 23 yards. And two catches for two yards. So, um, I would imagine uh, Daryl Henderson will go back to his rightful place, uh, being the starter there for next week, I would think. Um, so, uh, yeah. In terms of the passing game, it begins, it ends with Cooper Cup. with a season for the ages. Nine catches, 30... 136 yards, two touchdowns on 13 targets. He has just been unstoppable all year long, guys. Wow. Goodness, if you have him, you, you're doing cartwheels. Uh, B 
Ben Scour, Scourneck, four catches for 42 yards on five targets. Van Jefferson, two catches for 23 yards on two targets. And then Odell Beckham Jr. with nuts, with a uh, clunker here. One catch, seven yards, three targets. So let's talk about um, the Seahawks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about them. Russell Wilson, 31 pass attempts, 17 completions, 156 yards, uh, interception in this one, sacked three times. So, Russell Wilson with not a great game at all. Um, he has, I thought he was on his way to turn in the corner. It just hasn't happened, guys. So, uh, he was also without Tyler Luckett in this game, who was out with COVID. So, Maybe that factors in, um, I would imagine. In terms of the run game, DJ Dallas, eight rushes, 41 yards, and a touchdown. And he had three catches for 11 yards on four targets. Rashad Penny, who was everyone's darling last week, uh, 11 rushes, 39 yards, two catches for five yards. So definitely a downer if you uh, grabbed Penny after that tremendous performance the week prior. Um, not so much this week. In terms of the past game, Gerald Everett, who's been kind of hot as a late uh, in terms of, you know, getting the looks and so forth. Uh, four catches for 60 yards. DJ Metcalf, who is slumping mightily. Six catches for 52 yards on 12 targets. Whew. And then Freddie Swain with the one catch for 25 yards. So moving on for Seattle, they host the Bears and what, you know, won't be a cakewalk. And then uh, for the Rams, they are at Minnesota. Then the last game, um, Philadelphia hosting the Washington football team and beating them 27 to 17. Let's talk about the Eagles. The Eagles offense has really come on as of late. Jalen Hurts, he's he's back in the fold now. 26 pass attempts, 20 completions, 292 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He ran it eight times for 38 yards with two touchdowns. Loss of fumble, was sacked three times. So Jalen Hurts coming through big for you. If you started him, man, you're... You're happy as can be right now uh, with this kind of uh, stat line here. So, uh, yeah, this this seems like um, the coaching staff has figured it out in terms of uh, the offense. So it seems like their their modus operandi is uh, running the football and just running it down your throat. Speaking of the run game, Miles Sanders – with a terrific game, 18 rushes, 131 yards, uh, also had two catches for 15 yards. This is what you've been clamoring for if you have shares in uh, Miles Sanders. Of course, he leaves this game, uh, he comes out of this one banged up, so uh, you got to monitor things. For the most part, it looks like he'll, he's a go, so if so, uh, he's definitely a must start next week. And then Jordan Howard, 
he's viable still. 15 rushes, 62 yards for him. So, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be kind of two-headed. Well, really three-headed if you include the quarterback. But, yeah, so I think all both running backs are viable uh, going forward. So, um, definitely that's what you want to see. In terms of the pass game, Dallas Goddard still playing fine football. Seven catches, 135 yards. That was on nine targets. Jalen Rieger, three catches for 57 yards. Devonta uh, Devonta Smith, uh, three catches, 40 yards on five targets. And then Greg Ward with the lone touchdown, two catches, 28 yards, and that touchdown on three targets. So, um, Smith has kind of slowed down in recent weeks, so, um, but I would, I would definitely, he's definitely playable next week. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. In terms of the Washington football team, Jarrett Gilbert getting the start because Tyler Haneke was out with COVID. It seems like it, um, each game I talk about somebody's out with COVID. Um, 31 pass attempts, 20 completions, 192 yards, and was sacked twice. So, yeah, not much happening there. Uh, in terms of the run game, Antonio Gibson. What a solid enough game, I guess. 15 rushes, 26 yards, one touchdown. He did have six catches for 39 yards on seven targets. So, the... Touchdown and the the uh, receptions are definitely pluses to add to his ledger. So um, you'll definitely take that if you got shares of Gibson. And then Jarrett Patterson, the backup, four rushes for him, 20 yards. And he had a rushing touchdown in this one. So in terms of the pass game, yeah, not much happening here. Terry McLaren, two catches for 51 yards on four targets. Ricky Seals-Jones, four catches, 29 yards on seven targets. So he's getting the looks, thankfully. Adam Humphreys, three catches, 23 yards on six targets. And then you have DeAndre Carter, who has been kind of playing decent. Um, Two catches for 12 yards, only for 12 yards on three targets. So coming up for Washington, they are at Dallas on Sunday Night Football. And then for the Eagles, they host the Giants, which is why I say put your put your two running backs in for the Eagles in there, as well as uh, Goddard should have a, be fine. I think Devonta Smith, he gets off the snide next week uh, for week 16 as well. So you just fire up uh, your major Eagles players there. So... All right, guys, so that's all the news that's fit to print, guys. It's fantasy playoffs. You know what it is. If you're still in it, congrats. Get your lineup straight. Uh, Listen for those inactives. Listen for those guys that's on COVID. Um, Watch out for games that may be moved or um, not postponed, per se, but just moved to another day like a Tuesday or Monday or so forth. So 
Just keep your ears to the pavement for that, guys. All right? So on that note, uh, it's playoffs. Let's get excited. Let's get into it. And I will talk to you later, guys. Take care. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to, to you all. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.